everyone to episode number 23 rogue day tots i am kevin rogue with me as always al pp chuggins day al what what does it matter anyways right it's just a name how you doing brother well i'm doing good you simp (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it's a compliment or an insult so we're fine there it's 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 still a mystery to us Uh, i hope it's very insulting or some warm like that uh, i'm good uh the little boy is teething relentlessly and the pollen count is off the charts this year so he's experiencing his first allergies and so his father is experiencing less sleep <laughs> ah, gotcha gotcha but that sounds good. like otherwise uh, <laughs> well yeah i mean it, it's it sounds like uh kind of entry-level problems as far as i know yeah 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 so much fun well today we got uh a guest i'm pretty excited about he is the creator of the cwl comic books uh friend of the show we got uh the wonderful mr mike spear ace ace wild is it yeah ace wild (laughs) way back in the day how you doing mike i'm doing great guys thank you so much for having me on man i know and working with my schedule and you know we had to postponed about three times i think and so yeah thanks man. I'm, I'm i'm happy as hell to be here yeah no worries man we, we try and be as accommodating as we possibly can of course uh so obviously we're 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 a fig kind of based podcast what, what we do here and and you've had your 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 kind of your kind of foot in and out of the game but uh you you were in the game when you were a kid man tell do you remember oh, yeah. say do you remember like your 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 first fig do you remember you know i, I mean, want to you- say the well let's see so i still have all my old ljns perfect so i mean even before hasbros so i had them i want to say see i feel like my first hasbro was hogan series yeah. one body slam hogan so i'm going to assume that my first ljn was hogan too gotcha yeah. um but I, I just i have so many they just they blend together they're so beat up you know, but I still have them. My son like loves them now. Like I don't know why, but the junkyard dog, my kid just loves playing with the junkyard dog, the honky awesome. man and uh, honky tonk man, and all the paints peeled off his face. And I think Ricky Steamboat, the dog, chewed off his nose and some of his fingers. Oh, no. oh it's, it's it's torture <laughs> looking at them and seeing how damaged yeah. they are. Right. But uh, yeah, I think um, I think yeah, going back that far, those were probably my first ones because that was a that was a crazy Hulkamaniac growing up. How many fingers does your Hulkster Hasbro have? Ah. I should have, I knew, you know what? I knew that question was coming. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's missing two on one of his hands. That's it. He's almost like doing this on one hand and then the other hand is, is full. I'm pretty sure. Well, that's not bad. Uh, it's that, or he's missing like maybe one finger on each hand. Okay. I don't know. But I know. I, I hear you guys talk about it in other episodes and yeah, exactly. Nobody has a full finger. Oh, no. those are, those are special ones. Absolutely. I've got Dusty. I've got Andre. I've still got those. I've got Boss Man and the Nightstick and the Macho King with the scepter and the crown. Nice. Um, but yeah, so I'm not I'm not modern in the game. I mean, I keep up with it, you know, because so many. I mean, you guys and so many people I've met and like in the wrestling community, man, big collecting is so huge. So I, I, you know, I keep tabs and see what everybody's what everybody's on. See, if I started if I started collecting now, like one, I didn't really have a lot of room to display it. Like all the stuff's on the walls that you see here. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I just, I don't know, like, I'd have to find, like, a niche little group to collect, because otherwise, I'd want to collect them all. And that's exactly what you guys fall into. 
power town figures, man. They're oh coming God. out with a line. It is, it says it's a that I tweeted it out earlier today, man. Take a look at those. Cause if you want to, if you want to find the line, man, niche line, that's, that's the one to get into. Is that the ones with Stan Hansen and yep. Yassi? I, yep, I, yep. I commented on it too. I said, man, I love me some Stan Hansen. Those are some really yep. cool figures. Yeah, I, I really actually later, like the, the Hollywood ones that WWE's putting out. Like, um, okay. like the Walmart by me is garbage. They have like the bottom of the line of stuff. So they have about 20 different fast nine Cena's <laughs> and about 13 Hobbs and Shaw rocks. Right. But God forbid I find a They Live Piper. I, I might even pick that up. Or the, the one I really like is the, uh, the $6 million man, Andre. The Bigfoot Andre. That's a really cool figure. You like that? Yeah, that's again, that's like a real niche little kind of obscure thing, like with comics. And when you go to Comic Con and somebody has like this real obscure cosplay, and you're like, oh man, that's awesome. That's the kind of stuff that I like to see. Gotcha. Well, I'll keep my eyes out for, uh, for a They Live Piper. I still, I still see him every now, every now and again. Really? That's, yeah. Yeah. Every now yeah, and I again. Is, I get nothing. I get, yeah. Walmart by me is, I still check all the time. I don't know why. I get my hopes up. But they still have the same stuff. <laughs> one day it's going to break loose, man. It's that's it's going to break Al, loose. Al's heard me say it so many times. Al's heard me say it so many times. So I'm like, man, yep, still got four SummerSlam Chinas here. So what is it? Uh, <laughs> WrestleMania. They're WrestleMania Chinas. Like still just clinging to the pegs. No, I want like I. It'll turn. It has to turn. But yeah, man, I'll, I'll keep my eye out for a, for a, for a pipe. I haven't seen any of the six million dollar man Andres. I haven't seen any of them. Is yet. it out yet? I thought it came out. I, I believe I've seen some people with it, but it's not. Distribution is wonderful. We'll just leave it at that. That distribution <laughs> is so wonderful. Uh, we're seeing all these postings, which this is for a, a later segment here. We're going to keep talking to Mike first, but all these postings where people will get these one of 5,000. Oh, I found five of these in store today. And first. It's, yeah, that's awful, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm big into comic collectibles and flipping Comic-Con exclusives and stuff like that. So usually I'll grab one or two, but then, yeah, you see somebody's got five that they're getting rid of. Like, even if I see something on the shelves, I'll grab one for me to flip if I'm flipping. I'm not one of the type of people that just cleans out the shelves. I don't know if there's a ton of collectors in my area because, again, I've seen the same figures there forever. So maybe somebody came in and snatched up all the good ones already. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not going to go in there and just grab the bulk of them and like, Oh my God, look what I found. And then, you know, do what I can with them. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. The ones I see are not anything special. And I'm assuming that there must be somebody who works in the back because when I do see a new one come out at first, the box is destroyed. So I'm assuming there's ones in the back that either they just misplaced and just, Oh, let's put this another or somebody snatched up the good version of it or any good ones of it. And then the damaged box one is the one that goes out on the shelf. They were shipped by HDS. You remember Ace Ventura's old shipping company. Oh yeah. yeah. Ace Ventura, that's <laughs> HDS. So, sounds broken. I'm sure it was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you, when did you kind of bow out of the, the, the fig game, I guess, what kind of, what series were you kind of no longer, no longer part of it? So, I mean, it, well, I mean, in the nineties, like when I was in high school, um, and you know, wrestling was at its biggest, the figures were crap. Like WWE figures were, were nothing special, but, yeah, but taking a dump on Jax. 
Yeah, and I mean, Bone Crunch in action was kind of cool, but the sweat ones were a little too much. I remember a lot of people had like the first lines one, but everybody's neck was way too long. I mean, also I was in high school, so I wasn't really collecting. I was more, you know, I was trying to, I was pretty much getting away. But I was actually only one of the kids too that openly talked about how much they watched wrestling. And probably the first two years of high school, I got picked on pretty bad for it. But then the next two years, everybody was like, "Oh my God, wrestling is the greatest thing in the world." Yep, so I, yep. I, I mean, again. I, not really so much collecting as more so I had a bunch of toys when I was a kid. Hasbro's were five bucks back then. I think my dad, I mean, I'm an only child. So my dad used to get anything my dad thought was cool. He would get me. Um, so I just had a ton and just piled them up. And then, I mean, again, as I got older and just stopped playing with action figures, I kind of stopped getting into them so much. Um, when I got probably, I mean, maybe like almost 15 years now, I didn't want to think about how old I am compared to how long ago it was. I actually, I got into collecting Spider-Man stuff. Um, I had a really big, huge display on my desk at work of Spider-Man toys and Spider-Man action figures. And I had like a black costume set up in one shelf and then regular costume on the other shelf. So, I mean, that I got, really got into. Um, Marvel put out the superhero squad figures, the little tiny miniature ones. And that, that too, that was the, the kind of like I avoided them for so long because I knew if I started collecting, I'm like, I, I got to have them all at this right, point. Right. Somebody got them for me as a gift and that opened the door. And then I started collecting a ton of them. And then now my son has you know my son has them all um and that was kind of you know the collecting the extent of action figure collecting and then now yeah i mean you know what I, i'm really big into the flip life now so if i see one again there's ones that are cool like i remember when when vader recently came out with the mastodon helmet and everything like oh my god this figure is awesome i'd love to have it i'd want to take it out of the package i'd want to just pose it places but I feel I feel like I want to play with it, but I'm a little too old to play with. Like I'd lose interest in it. I, I got again if I put it on my shelf, my kids are going to grab it and probably break it. So I just kind of let it slide. And if I saw one, I'd see how much it was, see if I could make some extra bucks with it. Um, so yeah, there's. I mean, I love action figures. I love seeing them and how far they've come. Um, but I mean, yeah, as far as collecting now, it's more just hanging on to the ones I have. Like I look and see Hasbro's are worth so much money. If I flip them all, like if I flip my Hasbro collection, I can make a good chunk of change. I just can't bring myself to do it. Well, that's the right thing, man. Yeah, you, you, you got to hang on to those. I have all my original, my Hasbro's and the, the LJNs that I had. Well, I'm still missing. I'm missing two that just absolutely disappeared. But yeah. who, who knows? I've moved many times. Yeah, Kevin, uh, that the fact that you're missing Cheeky Baby, the greatest tra transitional champion, as you call him, of all time. Yep, all transitional the, champion. I mean, yeah, he's better than Macklin, so we are. But you know, if we're going to compare transitional champs. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> that was a hell of a transition, though, for if you want to call back on a transitional champ, waiting for that right. Well, I mean, I guess it's true. It was waiting for that right person to come along to to dethrone him. Yeah. And it I technically mean, he, was Hogan, but it had to be Sheik. Arnold Stolen <laughs> saves lives, all right? The, the Sheik would have killed back in there. The Arnold Stolen yep. saves lives. That's, I need a shirt that. Yep. You think you think Backlund would be able to make? You think Backlund would be able to make that return? You know, how many years later, if Arnold Scotland didn't save him no. back then, he'd have been too nope. humbled. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what he would have been. Yeah, I think both of you guys are off your off your nut right now. I think Backlund today can still finish off the Sheik, no problem. <laughs> the Sheik well, today? Yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 it's absolutely. Possible. I was yeah. at an ECW event. In, uh, in the Mid Hudson Civic Center in Poughkeepsie, New York, where Backlund ran through the crowd. Yes. And everybody's like, why is he here? He's not, <laughs> the, 
I think it was when he was doing his, you know, his, his I don't know if it was even a gimmick because he was at a WWE at the time, but he was like running for president is what he was trying to say. Yeah. And he was running through the, like, I think he was like promoting and signing autographs in the lobby. And then I don't know if it was during intermission or somewhere it was, he's running through the crowd. I was like, what the, what the hell is he doing? Is he, is he legit? Is he sane? And it even says that in the video description where our video was distributing ECW DVDs, they put that in the description, like Bob Backlund runs through crowd crazy. Like, yeah, everybody's like, what the hell's he been doing here? Let alone running through the crowd like a maniac. Uh, crazy like a fox. Yeah. Crazy like That's a fox. True. Now, I want to ask you, you mentioned LJNs, and that is a uh, that is an area that uh, we covered before the Hasbros, I know. Did you ever have any of the black card LJNs or that Series 5 Hogan by chance? Just No. Um, if I did, I'd probably be kicking myself in the ass because there's no way I would have kept it in the package. Yeah. Um, I would have played with it, and it would have drove me nuts. But I honestly don't even remember seeing them on the shelves back well, then. Um, like I know the black border. cards, if you didn't have a Toys R Us close to the Canadian border, like occasionally some of them up at the North Pole where Kevin lives, uh, you know, might have a few in some random toy stores. But for the most part, it was uh, Canadian exclusive, like on a lot of the black card stuff. So that was I was just curious when you said LJNs, I kind of got excited. Like, oh, you know, maybe you saw some in the wild back in the day but and you know what and i wouldn't have remembered because i mean i was super young back then like i didn't do any shopping for myself back then it was all just yeah. dad and whatever he came across or family members for for christmas presents and stuff but yeah i don't i don't think i i ever remember seeing them because i mean yeah, i just remember the blue backing card for all of them i feel like kind of like what happened with hasbro's was it was like late in the game like I had already had a bunch of the original ones. So when those new ones came out, it's like, all right, well, I already have a Hogan, so I don't need another Hogan. Um, and Ultimate War, yeah, I mean, when the Ultimate Warrior was really big, I feel like that was more even like the Hasbros were already, you know, on the way in. So while I was just still playing with the other ones, it was, it was late in the game for them to come out. And yeah, but I don't remember seeing any, I mean, remembering again, this is how many years ago, but yeah, I didn't, I don't remember seeing any of them. Yeah, the Hasbros started, let's, let's put a number on it. 32 years ago now so it's it's been a hot minute <laughs> that's great yeah so when i'm i wanted to say i'm 35 i'm not 35 i'm 37 so uh yeah exactly so i you know i was i was even catching the ljns like when they first came out or even on the tail end of those and just catching whatever ones i saw early on i don't even remember it's all it's i just know that i have them now so as far as how they got there i don't really overly remember but i got them now <laughs> they are there <laughs> 35 years ago that sucks bonkers <laughs> why'd you say that man you didn't have to break it down like that everybody's sad now are we are yeah. we old yeah <laughs> thanks 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 mr numbers man that does suck that that makes me want to tell you to get off my lawn al is what that's what makes every time you remind me of how old we are i always just want to be like you know what go, go back go back get off get off my lawn so with that al who why don't you kick us off, man? Because I know you've uh, you've had uh, interesting a couple of weeks here. Who, 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 are you, who are you? Who are you kicking off the lawn? So I, I believe it was last Friday. Uh, the wife and I had went out uh, to one of the local WalMarts. The uh, I'm going to call it out in, in in person. The Drake Avenue Walmart here in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, oh boy. Because we're we're gonna we're gonna specify a whole lot of people. 
basically everyone that was there Friday at the Drake Avenue Walmart, aside from the lady who was stocking the Legos, who was just pleasant and wonderful, yep. can go ahead and get off my lawn. Whoa. Are Every you talking person in that store. <laughs> you gonna burn that mother down? <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's let's we're gonna nuke the bridge. We're gonna we're going to hit it hard because man, they were. I get it. You know, big box stores, you've got people stocking constantly and all this. Mm-hmm. They would park their like buggies, whatever, just wherever. Yeah. In in the middle of an aisle or things and look at you like you're an idiot, like you're <laughs> inconveniencing me. This is also a Walmart that has narrower like displays and things like that. So there's not a lot of room to get in and out. But basically, the one person that was I, I texted you about the uh, the scalpers on the cards yep. that had a stack of cards. You know, I'm showing you guys on the screen, but probably two feet high as they're going up to the counter and already listing them for four and five times the price before they've checked out. Right. That that frustrated me. Um, you know, the uh, the people working there, the, the patrons of the store. Like people lost their minds. And so every one of them, aside from the one lady that was working in the Legos, she was wonderful. She was very nice. She uh, spoke to me and my wife, you know, you know, how's your day? You know, oh, let me get this out of your way for you. Uh, you have any questions for me? Is there anything I can look up for you? Like just above and beyond. Yeah. Wonderful. But everyone else in Drake <laughs> Avenue, Walmart in Huntsville, Alabama can just bugger right off my lawn. Explains why Al was so quiet when I was talking about flipping stuff before. <laughs> did you make you make a, a trip down to the Drake Avenue Walmart? <laughs> I, I mean, I sent I sent Kevin a picture of these guys, and yeah. I, I mean, they were buying. I think they were sixty dollars boxes, and they had them for like two fifty. They were listing them, taking a picture, listing it online for two fifty a piece. And they looked like a couple of just greasy chooches, man. Just they just. It was too much. It was too much. Like I looked at it. I was like, yeah, those look like those kind of slimy mooks. <laughs> yeah. they. It was. And that was the thing, Mike, is they took everything off the shelf. And that's what I'm talking about. That's, I mean, that's part of the life because that's how you, you make the money by, by buying a ton and then selling a ton. Cause like you don't make a ton of profit. I make like some gas money here and there is what I'll do. But yeah, it's just, I, I can't bring myself to do that, to just clean out the shelves for, somebody else yeah yeah they they each had a stack probably two feet high of the box cards like the blaster packs because it was the new nba i forgot what brand it was i was too uh perturbed by their actions of come on now like there's there's kids going down this aisle wanting to buy basketball cards wanting to buy you know different things that i was like you know if you grab some is one thing but you grab all of them like you reach to the back of the shelf Got them all and walked up to the front. Yeah. Bastards, man. They are <laughs> no, no good bastards. That's uh, and that's, that's good. They, you, you ever think about just going up? I mean, you're a big guy, Al. Yeah. You, you were just my, maybe crack the egg, egg of wisdom, egg of knowledge on them and tell I'd them. Crack to something on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, a healthy, I'm a healthy fellow. Like that's. Yeah. 
people people get out of the way a lot of times. Other than the people that were stocking that day, they look at me like, "What are you doing? Why are you inconveniencing me?" I was like, "Well, you park this way in the parking lot." So we're sitting in our parking spot, and somebody pulls in. There was a truck waiting and pulls in to drop somebody off and nearly clips my wife's Tahoe <laughs> just to, and pulls in sideways. Like the parking lots are straight lines and just whips in sideways and looks at us like, what? Yeah, man. What a, well, that sounds like uh, you had quite the experience there. It was. Are you going to write a strongly worded uh, letter and send it, it in? Would, it would do you no good at that place, man. Okay. <laughs> Because no it is their obligation to uh, to give you a phone call when they get those, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's no good. It, it would right. be a strongly worded letter. When... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I got. I mean, for 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 me this time around, you you better buckle up because I got a list of get off my lawn. I'm going to start off. My wife and I went out uh, Sunday and we went to lunch and uh, we went down to Stillwater, Minnesota. They have a lot of fantastic uh, restaurants and antique stores and things, things like that. So we kind of went, popped around the antique stores, saw what was going on, went and had lunch, uh, saddled up to come back. And I am, ah, boy, actually, I'll start here. DVDs in the antique store. I'll repeat that. DVDs are now in antique stores. Mm-hmm. Off my lawn. That's rough. Off and out my lawn. DVDs have no place in antique stores. DVDs are, I mean, VHS is okay. Maybe just now finally funneling in, but DVD, it was wings. It was the complete series of wings on DVD. And it's in an antique store, man. That's killing me. They got no place in antique stores. That antique store and the DVDs inside of it. And get off my lawn. That's that's the wrong place for those to be. If you want to put them in a yard sale? Sure. You want to put them in some type of marketplace? eBay? Yes. An antique store? No. That's not that's not a spot for DVDs. So we get we we saddle up to start uh, driving back home. And I am not not an anti bike guy. Not an if you want to be out there biking, enjoy your bike ride. But you know where you you don't ride your bike is in the street because you're not a vehicle. Unless you can accelerate at the same rate as traffic, get your bike out of the road. Just get just get out of the road. You don't need to be there. Guess what? You start pedaling uphill, you can't do it. You, you just can't, all right? You don't have that type of power. No man has the type of power to get their bike from zero to 60 and 3.6, right? It's not possible. So those bike guys, they, they got to find somewhere else to be. They just can't be in the road. That's that's traffic, right? I don't, in New Jersey, my, or that's where you're at, right? You're in Jersey. Yep, they got they got like bike lanes, right? Some places. Uh, okay. Yeah, it depends. I mean, there's a lot of highways in Jersey, so you don't see many many bikes riding around. Oh, so you got like, you like don't throughways even... and parkways and you know. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but I mean, it's there. But I mean, like in my area, not so much. But oh, yeah, but we have the same problem. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like as I was driving past, I told my wife, I said, "Oh, open your door up real quick," because we had passed him and then we hit a red light, and then he comes speeding up. Like Johnny Rocket just flying past us and gets in front of everybody at the red light. Like gets in front of all the cars at the red light and then it's green. And now we got to wait for this son of a bitch to start biking. Yeah, and, then, and then who's the asshole? You are. Right. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Given yeah. you will look like, hey, come on, man. I'm on a bike. You could kill me. I know. Well, 
You need yeah. to, you to avoid me. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about it already, buddy boy. <laughs> I have a, a friend of mine who, uh, who who really got into to biking, loves biking. He he lost a ton of weight. He had some health issues. He got into biking, lost a ton of weight. So me and him have had kind of the opposite conversation about it where he says, you know, like, yeah, there's because again, now, because again, he's a friend of mine. I know he's a good dude. So I can know that he's, you know, I can take his word for it. So I'm sure there's, you know, folks on both sides of the fence that are not cooperating. Yeah, but I yeah. definitely understand the latter for sure. That uh, you know, I'm on the you car. Understand the time and place, though. That's the that's the biggest thing because where I work, uh, it's on an army base, and there are some main roads that everything's connected to. At lunchtime, at quitting time, like any rush hour point on that base mm-hmm. is not the time to be riding on those roads. There's right. several. Side roads, back roads. There's trails to ride on. <laughs> there's bike trails. So yeah, right. I'm with you. You need to yeah. install a train horn on your vehicle. So when you hit that horn at them, it's you know the volume of a train gives them a, a good yeah. little. <laughs> Man, I I can't tell you how much the. I mean, it just it just it drives me just absolutely. Just get out of the. Just get out of the road. Just get out of the. Be on the drive on the side of the road. It's fine. It's fine, but not in the not in traffic. Get out of traffic. So I got I got two last ones, and they kind of they kind of tie together with boy, who was it that we were talking? Was it Jay? No, it was Mike. When Mike was on, we talked a little bit about language, and I'd like to do that again. Okay. Because I got I got another problem with language, and it is people calling other people goat, and people using the term real one. I do away with both those people that use them goat stands for greatest of all time right so that's one that's one person the greatest of all time you can say somebody's one of the best right absolutely acceptable but goat or telling somebody that they've been goaded go to hell just go to hell (laughs) you can't be goaded all right you can't be the greatest of all times and the greatest of all time is one that's singular that's one person at whatever you're talking about greatest of all time is one you can't go oh well they're they're, i mean they're they're three goats no they're not three goats all right odds are they're three human beings you oh man it drives me that part and then real one i'm done hearing people say real one i don't want to read people say real one anymore i read it earlier today yesterday maybe i don't remember i I blacked out in a fit of rage i'm i'm tired of saying oh that person's a real one a real what a real, because you sound like a real asshole talking about that. <laughs> They're well, a real one. Oh, go away. It was us on Twitter that started talking about all the different acronyms and stuff like that, where like CAP and then whatever other. I mean, again, you want to you want to get upset that we're t- you know we're old and CDs are and but then here we are like I don't understand what the kids are talking about these days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, real one I can kind of get. Real one, someone who's down to earth, this and that. But I know like. It's just another one of those lingos that, you know, that they have now. Okay. I got one more. Mike off the line. <laughs> <laughs> I was play devil's advocate. No, man. I can't I just, look at I your just, phone. I, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> Wait till you start reviewing pictures and you see all the things I just sent you real one. I, it's, oh, real cute. Really? I mean, I don't, I just don't understand. Like I it just doesn't make sense to me. I can't, I just, can't stand it they're a real one you know what if i I saw a tweet that said real ones can reply to this tweet no 
No, I don't think they can, jackass. Oh, it bu- it bugs me. It just bugs me. Like I'd almost want to like if I could mute phrases on Twitter, I think it would make the application so much better. Like I just want to mute phrases. I want to. I don't want to read goat. I don't want to read real one. I don't want to read simp. I don't want to read Stan. I, like none of it. Thirst trap. I don't want to read it. All right, let's talk. Like let's. We've all agreed that we were taught a language, and now we're fucking it up. I, <laughs> uh, you got to tweet Elon Musk and see what he can do about that. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll put in my direct line. But I, all right, I got carried away there. It's, when you said goaded, though, like, I grew up on a farm, and that's when like a, a goat caught you in the nards. You know, like that was you know, oh, I got goaded. <laughs> okay, and like, like that's, the farm animals like that. That's that's a, okay, Al. That that one works. So then now when you. See those tweets, you reply to it with the definition of goaded. Right. You wish they would awesome. get goaded, don't you, Kevin? <laughs> I wish everybody out. Yeah, absolutely everyone. Mike, brother, you got a lawn. I know you, you got to keep it freshly manicured. Who are you kicking off? You know, I, uh, I, again, I was doing my research beforehand, trying to think, you know, trying to stay within the lines of the, of the podcast. Um, I mean, I used to be a very angry guy, very angry. People thought I was going to have a heart attack when I was like 20 because I was very angry at the whole world. And, you know, again, it's being older and kind of getting over it. So, but I guess what I'll talk about again, to keep in line with the toys and stuff like that is a, I, cause it's something that I, I really am a big fan of street fighter. I love not just the video games. I love like the street fighter anime. I have art books of street fighter stuff and AW has this cross promotion with street fighter and with capcom and they have street fighter merchandise but i don't know who they're trying to appeal to other than themselves because again it's only the young bucks and kenny so they're all you know they're they're they were big in japan and they're they're so street fighter and they're video game guys and then there's the the, the t-shirts which are awesome the t-shirts are so cool because it's like sagat versus uh you know versus kenny and these crossovers and they're awesome but the t-shirts are 50 bucks yeah. What am I gonna do? Frame it and put it on my wall? I ain't wearing that shit. I said, well, God forbid I spilled spaghetti, spaghetti sauce on it. I'd lose my mind. And then and then the figures came out and everybody saw the figures. And again, you know, Nick and Matt Jackson as uh, you know, I was Ken and Ryu and awesome. You know, they're wearing their their colors, cool. The head molds are garbage. 100 percent It's like okay, we'll just yeah, we'll just throw a cost the costume on them and that's cool. And Kenny's supposed to be uh Akuma. But why? Because his hair is in a bun. And I think like they put the tattoo on his back. Like it's very just like, yeah, AEW Street Fighter, get it out. Or just to be like, hey, look, this is cool. I got an AEW Street Fighter because I have these kind of connections now. It's it's very cool. Again, I love Street Fighter. I like to see that kind of stuff. But it, it, who's it appealing to other than them? I don't get it. So that's Street Fighter crossover shit. What AEW can get the hell off my lawn. Love it, man. Nice. Beautiful. Man, we should we should bring you in every time for get off my lawn. I like the fire there. Oh man, I don't I don't get to go off like that a lot. I got a friend of mine who used to listen to me talk like that at work and he's like, I miss that. I have one of my podcasts that early on he used to talk like that. And he's like, I miss you talking like that all the time. Like I can't. Because now if I say anything like that, my wife is like, Stop. Like, all right, it's not me anymore. Like, I understand you're a real one, Mike. <laughs> if anyone sure. was a real one. <laughs> that's why I, was, why I was defending it earlier i hope you both get goaded uh the, <laughs> we, we might have to have a side project to get off my lawn podcast why we just great, great call, <laughs> great call that's good radio right there 
Well, now that everybody has got uh, clear and fresh and lawns are looking good, Al, that'll take us to the mission, my friend. You, uh, you captain the mission. Where, where were we and where, we, where are we going? So we just left. Uh, our last episode was Series 8 of the Hasbro line, which is our, again, just to reiterate, the highest scoring series we've had. I, when I re-listened to the episode, I was like, man, were we too lenient? And then I looked at the figs and I was like, some of them we may not have given a high enough score to. Like, yep, I thought the same thing. I thought series the exact same. Was such a strong line. Um, but uh, we are to Series 9, the 94 edition. Uh, we've got six figs to look at, and we will start with uh, Big Josh's alter ego here, Doink the Clown. Um, Best Doink. I really wish they would have done the one that I'm just going to say this off the bat because it's got it at the bottom on the collector's note. Like the Toy Fair catalog had him, the prototype with green pants with uh, and white with red stars, like green with a white. Like it was more accurate to Doink, yeah, a little bit. And it looks like for the mass production fig, they just want red pants. But Doink is the only Hasbro with real hair. Um, he's got the green hair, uh, the clown makeup. Uh, he comes with the big top clobber is the finish. Uh, I'm not, not crazy about it. <laughs> no. Um, he's got a, a clown jumpsuit on. Uh, looks like blue and green with the yellow accents and tie and the white forearm sleeves, red pants, black boots. The left hand is an open palm, so you're going to break all those fingers off, you know, or you know, one or more most likely. And then the right is a closed fist. And the motion is you pull the right fist back, and it comes in an uppercut type motion. His favorite quote, according to the Has book, is life's a joke. Oh, so. Interesting. That hand, that would be his left hand. Yeah. Are those his full fingers? Because they look like they're cut off at the knuckles. Don't they look, it looks like little, it looks like a little baby hand. They look a little stubbier than yeah. like the Hogan figure. To be. So I, th- I feel like those fingers would stick around a little easier. They wouldn't break off as easy as the other ones. Looking at the on-card photo um, in the book here, it, they look like he, he came with the sausage links, like the little okay. short stubbies. So I don't think it's a... Uh, kind of a, a visual like trick or anything like this on the picture of Doink. I think it's just he's got short, stubby fingers. The The face paint, I think, is fine, which the, they didn't screw up a lot of face paint. We, we've covered that time and time again. Usually, if it was a face-painted character, they tended to get it right other than Crush. Yep. So they screwed up royally. <laughs> so... I guess first reaction when I look at this is it looks like a, a bad custom. Yeah. That's that that's the first like the first thought that I have because now it sure I mean he's he's a clown wrestler action figure. But for some reason I don't necessarily really buy into it being doink. I don't know if it's the red pants that throws it that far off for me, but there is something definitely that doesn't seem very much doink to me in this. Uh, the the real hair, I guess, is, is 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 a nice touch, but 
I don't know. There's, I don't, I don't see an awful lot that I like with this figure. And I'm actually a pretty big Doink fan. I think Doink is a, is a timeless character that still to this day could come down the ramp on a Monday Night Raw or a Friday Night SmackDown and still pull a reaction. So I think it's a timeless character. But I think that this this specific version of Doink as a fig has got it's I got no time for it. Yeah. See, that's interesting because I again, like again, trying to get my you know thinking about it beforehand. This was a figure that I always liked and always wanted. Um, I mean, again, you guys are going far into detail that I never thought about. One thing I like, I never understood the hand out. Like, what is that supposed to be? And no other figure has that, right? Right. That's the left that hand way out. Like, what, yeah. Well, what is that even supposed to be? And then it's not part of his action. So, what's even the purpose of his hand out? Like that, I never got that. Is that the? I remember he used to do like the whole miming with his hands, you know. But yeah. is that what it's Maybe. supposed to be? And then he uppercuts you as like a cheap shot, like he holds up a hand like to distract you, you know, pull some JJ Rogue type stuff, and then you know, hit somebody. <laughs> that's an idea. I mean, maybe that's 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 what they were going for. But I, I always liked like the colors, and again, you know why? Because this one it was unique. Nobody else was doing the clown. Nobody else had all the colors. Nobody else had face paint. I don't think, well, I mean, other than demolition in the line and the LOD. But again, his, he was unique. And again, with the gray curly hair, he's just a unique looking figure that always got my attention and one that was, was cool. I thought I'd, I'd like to add to my, my collection. But yeah, I mean, when you look at him, especially that picture, because all the Hasbros have that little cartoonish look to him. Mm-hmm. He's got the big upper body and the tiny legs, and it does. And I always, I mean, it looks like almost one of the modern retro figures that they do where they're overly cartoonish looking yeah 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 i don't i don't know i don't feel very good about this one al what are you where are you seeing grade wise because i realistically we could be kind of all over the map when it comes to this fig because there are it, it is still i mean i guess it's doing there's you could you could never mistake it for anybody else but that's because there's been no other wrestling clown characters like doing so i mean where where, where are you at I I go back and forth. I, from the neck up, I'm I'm very pleased. Face paints right. Looking at the box, that yep. they got yeah. little details right. Uh, the fact that it had real hair that's that's a bonus. Although I bet if you find doinks these days, they they might be in a mangy state. You know, from time to time. But, yeah. Uh, it not always survived or not always survived intact. Uh, that hair may not be green anymore or maybe a different shade of green for other reasons. I'm missing um, a few locks. <laughs> I'm kind of with you that there's, there's certain things that if they'd have got the pants right, I would be much higher mm-hmm. on it because like the, the midsection, the torso, yes, it's very much doink. It, it does just, I get a, a vibe like that, that particular, something's off. Yep. I can't quite just put everything on it, but I'm like, something's just, I would rather see a few different things. Uh, I'm with Doink right now, just because the face is good. Uh, some of the details are good. I'm kind of in that C minus B plus or not C minus uh, C plus B minus range is where I feel okay. wow. like it's, wow. it's okay. above average in the fact that I have no doubt who that is. Um, it's, it's not a basement dweller that, but 
there's details. Like if you'd have gave me the green pants with the red stars and stuff, yeah, I would be even higher on this. But uh, as we know, sometimes they just punt it on the details. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, I'm looking overall like the you say from the from the neck up. I don't, I really don't mind it too too much. I guess there's just there's so many like little things that I'm seeing that I, I just don't much care for and, and it's almost like they went okay we're gonna get all the detail in the head and then we'll phone in the rest and that that kind of just really bothers me and the red pants the red pants are horrible i don't i don't ever remember seeing him in in red pants like this just no. off the top of my head not saying that he never did i just don't remember it uh i'm i think i'm closer to a straight a straight c okay i think you know and i think because to me i guess the the highs are pretty high but the high is just essentially the head and the rest of it's a low for me. So I, I think I'm, I, I fall out of C. I'm kind of in the same boat as Al, a little more higher. I'm trying to find right now if I can find where he wore red pants. With that outfit, I can see he wore, like you guys said, the green with the red stars, right? Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah, that's that's what I see. And that's kind of like you said, where they phoned it in. Um, but I think I'm... Um, I'm probably more, I was so much higher. And then now you guys got me thinking like, you know what? It's really not that great. <laughs> I, so I, I think I'd say, I'd say a B. Okay. Um, B plus. Let's go with B plus because again, it, it's a, it's a figure that stands out. It does have the, I mean, the pants are off the, but it does have the unique paint job on, you know, on the torso. It's got that right. It's got the curly hair, which stands out that again, no other figure has. It's got the face, the face paints on point. Um, but yeah, but then as far as the action, like again, what is that hand out deal? And then he's just got a swinging punch. I mean, that's nothing to do with his, with his actual finisher. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm more in the, the B plus range. So we average this out. It'd be about a B minus. Yeah. For, yeah. for going. So that's, that's not a bad day at the office. The next one. Uh, I've got my Hasbro's in hand. I've only got one from this line, but I'm super excited because he, he went into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, but the next one we've got is uh, the second Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I never had this one. Uh, when I saw it, I thought, oh, that's cool. But it was never one that I had to have to the line. Uh, it is... It, it's made from uh, the the American flag. It comes with it. And he's got the Americana, like the singlet on with the American flag painted on his back and his knee pads. But he's wearing the traditional blue, but it's a singlet rather than his tights with the stars and stripes on those white knee pads and the white boots. Uh, very hacksaw of this era. As hacksaw got older, we got into more singlets than just the, the blue tights. Uh, he comes with the hacksaw slam. I believe it's the same action as his first figure. Yeah, um, that hair is blonde, though, Kevin. <laughs> like that, they went extremely light on that hair. So, but that he did have at this point pretty blonde hair. Like it was not as it was not as dark as it was in years past. Like, trust me, if you go watch, God, was it Royal Rumble ninety four? I think it's 94 he's wearing this he's wearing this exact garb yeah and his his haircut 
is it, it throws you off. And I don't know if it's just to the haircut as much as it is the coloration. Like it is lighter blonde hair for this time period. I don't know. This one's a little too blonde, I think. Yeah, I, yeah I, I saw pictures of him on Monday Night Raw wearing this outfit, you know, because again, that's what I, I was looking for the hair. And again, the hair, yeah, definitely brighter, yeah. but the color still off, like still way too blonde. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. I can see that. And the uh, mold is exactly the same. Like his hand is ready to hold that two by four, but he doesn't come with a two by four anymore. And that to me that, yeah, see that part of it is kind of a mess because it's cool that they, they, they said, Hey, you, he comes with the flag, but you can't put the flag in face of the two by four. I mean, he's hacksaw Jim Doug. That's, that's, that's his, nobody else gets the two by four. That's his. So I think putting the flag in flag is, I mean, that's a nice touch, but in place of the two by four is, is not, is not great to me. The face isn't very, the face isn't great. I don't, I don't necessarily like the face, but you look at the, you look at the card and then you look at his, the face on the fig, not too, not too far off, I guess there. So I'm not too upset about that. Uh, it's, it's really just okay for me. I don't know. I don't, I'm not seeing a, I'm not seeing a, a great deal to get pumped about in, in this. Fig. I don't know. What do you, what do you see? Yeah. I mean, it's it's nothing special to me. It's more almost like a cash grab. Like here's another hacksaw Jim Duggan to add to your, you know, the one you already have came with the came with the two by four. So here's another one that's a little different now. So that way we can get your money twice. So you know, so they tried to do as much different things as possible, especially back then. I mean, that was everybody's deal was like, okay, super, you know, hokey characters and stuff like that, and it's big time gimmicks. So that's why he's wearing a different outfit. He's trying to be a little bit more marketable than just plain blue trunks. So, I mean, as far as, again, Hacksaw at that era, yeah, I mean, that's that's him. But as far as a figure-wise, it's nothing special to me. And it's not the Hacksaw that I remember. The original Hacksaw figure is the one that I think of. Yeah, right. Absolutely. We, we gave that original Hacksaw an A-, minus, Kevin. But okay. it came with a 2 by 4 which I wish this one had to go in that hand. Um, the it says the American flag was an accessory from like some Hasbro GI Joe figures. I can see that threw yep. in the the mix there. Um, I like the details of the flag being painted on him. Like yeah. that's a nice detail. That the blonde is a little extreme. Like I wish, but again, we've talked about color palettes multiple times on here. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I am not as high on this one. Um, where we were in A minus with the original hacksaw, I'm more in the B B minus range in in this regard. And I like the details. I like the American flag details. I wish you'd have gave him the two by four still because he. It would have been awesome, me personally, if you could have managed a way to put an American flag on the two by four. Yeah, that that, that seems like cool. a very hacksaw thing to do. Like that, okay. Now you're putting something over on me. Like I, I'm, I'm digging that. But yeah, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm in that kind of B range right now. I think that I would, I would probably. So I do like that. Like that first fig that that they released to hacksaw. There was not a lot of extra detail, but the, there didn't need to be. Right, right. hacksaw's got his trunks, his boots, his two by four. He's ready to go. This one they did put extra detail in but it doesn't like it doesn't feel as good and i don't know if that's just like mike you had said that's not the hacksaw that that i remember i think that's a little bit of that feeling kind of creeping in on me uh 
it's uh, C, C, C plus probably for me is, is, is where I land on it. It's just like, and I think it probably is a lot more of that not being not the hacksaw that mentally, when you think of hacksaw, that's not the one that you go to. You, you go to the one that, you know, that stood up to Andre. You go to the one that won that first you know, Royal Rumble. That's that's the guy that you, you remember. You go to King Hacksaw, don't you, Kevin? No, I never do. <laughs> I don't know anyone that does. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because that's, I mean, it's a big drop. Because yeah, A minus from the other one. I mean, it was a, it was a plain figure, but what else did you want? I mean, it was, it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So I mean, yeah, it's a big drop. I'm in the same place here. C plus is what, what came to my head because it's the same exact figure design wise look wise yeah it just it takes you right out of it again the blonde hair always killed me looking at it, it, it it's, it's too blonde you can even see i mean yeah his hair is a little lighter on the, the backing card but again not that blonde yeah. and uh yeah i mean again he's got his hand mold so you can put the two by four from your other figure in it but it doesn't come with the two by four yeah yeah and that was the, the finishing move was the hacksaw slam again which if it had the two by four, yes, that's perfect. You whack them with the two by four. Yeah. But. And you know what my wife's putting in that right hand of hacks. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good size one. Like that's a that's a bigger hand opening. Like he he might have a, a good hog there. <laughs> I don't know if you want to know, Mike. I'll just be honest. How about it's funny that we did these. Have you guys ever seen the match between Doink the Clown and Hacksaw Jim Duggan that turned into a shoot fight. No, I don't even oh. heard of this. This was from, it was a show in Jersey. It was a company called PWS. You can look it up on YouTube. I guess they had some beef. I heard Matt Bourne tell the story before about there was some kind of bar fight and Matt Bourne had Hacksaw's back and helped them beat the shit out of a bunch of guys. Um, and then, you know, Bill Watts said, you know, hey, you know, Matt Bourne's the man. He's just he beat the hell out of guys. That's how you do it. But then I think they ended up getting sued because, oh, because Matt Bourne, um, he stomped on a guy when he was on the ground. He knocked the guy down and he stomped on the guy again. And the guy like lost his sight in one eye or something like that. It was just bad news. And they ended up getting sued and it cost company a lot of money. And then all of a sudden now he was the bad guy. And I think it, it cost Hacksaw some, some trouble too, because he was a part of that fight. So I mean, that's, again, I don't know if it's related to this beef that I see here, but I know that was some of the beef. And the match starts, Matt Bourne takes his time forever. This is when he was reborn. So it's way after ECW. It's, you know, both of them are, are you know, legends at this point. Right. And Matt Bourne's taking a ton of time selling to the crowd. He was doing like a, like a, like a Joker gimmick, too. And they get in the ring, and it just turns bad real fast. They lock up super stiff, super tight kicks. And, you know, it's a takedown and they're just struggling. And, and I think Bourne fucking Bourne yells at him. He goes, you want to fight or you want to work? And then Hacksaw <laughs> yells back, do you want to work? And then they get in the ring and they struggle a little bit more. And then Bourne leaves and he grabs the chair and Hacksaw grabs the two by four. And then Bourne just puts the chair down and then he leaves. And like, that's the end of the match. It was a mess. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, that was on. And so it's just funny that we did these figures back to back because I just, just made me think of that. Um, but yeah, you can catch that on YouTube from PWS in Jersey. Wow. PWS Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Yes. Yep. Man, I'm I'm good with indies, man. <laughs> they were they were I believe we were notorious for shit happening at every one of their shows. They had a story yeah. like, that. yeah, yeah, yep. 
Awesome. So we will roll with a C plus for this hacksaw iteration. Yeah. Um, and we will move on to the uh, recently dubbed Hall of Famers in the WWE. Uh, we are to the Steiner brothers, and we'll start with Rick, uh, the good old dog face gremlin. He is um, got the Steiner slam. It's a clothesline. Why isn't it the Steiner line? Steiner line. Yep. I mean, missed opportunities, but Rick is donning his bright green wrestling headgear. He's got his uh, very famous little Fu Manchu action going on as far as the facial hair. Um, sporting a black singlet like with shorts that has some uh, unique, I'm assuming they're supposed to be like tropical design or just a print design that's very colorful. Black knee pads, red boots. Um, he is that swinging motion like the hook, the clothesline kind of thing that I enjoy as much as anything on these Hasbros. That's one of my favorite motions, if not my favorite. Um, all in all, I like the body type because Rick was a he was a thick guy. He's not just shredded in this figure, uh, but he he's not tiny. <laughs> so that's these are all pluses to me. They did not get his tattoo. And that that was kind of a missed opportunity for me because I know they've they have incorporated it in the past with people had especially a like a single tattoo or something on the arm. But I guess because he is a face, they didn't push that as hot and heavy as with the heels. So, I mean, heels have tattoos, right, Kevin? That's what we're what we're saying. Heels have yeah, them. a couple of them, I guess. That's <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got two that are hidden. They're yeah, Spider Man. One on each ass cheek. Yep. Yep. That's I've, got, I've got the good Spider Man in this logo and a black and then the black costume Spider Man on the other cheek. There you go. <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> so I, I like this fig a lot. And the, the 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 hard part I think for me is that I'm I'm actually looking at uh Scott as well. Because my grade is uh, my my grade can't depend on the other one. But there are things that I wish they would have done to to kind of interweave their attire. Yeah, that's that's you know what I mean. And so I'm going to grade just based solely on Rick. But that to me, that's a missed opportunity for both of them to to make their attire match a little bit. And I know their attire was always it was similar, but but different, obviously. Yeah, that's what I. It's something that always drove me nuts was that their attire most of the time didn't match. I mean, towards the end in WCW when they were wearing like leather outfits, leather black, leather red, then they matched. But a lot of times it always drove me nuts that their their singlets didn't match. Yeah, it was. I mean, but, it was. It always. It was always a similar, but but usually they'd have like the same color scheme. I really like when they started doing like the the singlets and the boots, and they were two colors, and the boots were two colors, and they just they just swapped them. Uh, so it was like each of them, which were that part was 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 uh, was always fantastic to me. But th- this this fig itself, I think I think the face looks right. I think that uh, th- they did a, a great job there. I think that the singlet is is fine. I can see Rick in in this singlet. Uh, the I mean the lower body is fine. The, the mold as far as the body goes, Al, you're absolutely right. It, the body looks right. Missing the tattoo is a it is a miss. But how big how big of a miss is it? 
Uh, I think that if you were at any, you know, antique store, thrift store, anything like that, and came across this, there's no doubt in your mind that this is absolutely Rick Steiner. I think this right. is a very solid fig. I like the motion for Rick, even though they call it the Steiner Slam and not the Steiner Line. Uh, you can absolutely hit a, 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 you know, a Steiner Line with this. Uh, I'm I'm pretty high on this this one. What do you What do you see, Mike? Yeah, this for sure. I mean, I love everything about this figure. This, this these two. The Steiners and Doink were the ones that, like, were after the fact when I was kind of out of, you know, grabbing them. Those were the ones I was like, oh, man, I missed out on those. Those were cool. Because, again, bright colors, they stand out, and they're unique. These figures, I mean, this one is on point. It's, yeah, like I said, it's the Steiner slam, but it's the Steiner line, which was his move. Mm -hmm. That's what his action is. The Fu Manchu mustache, it's everything. It's a unique-looking figure. Um, Now, one thing I noticed, too... And because it, it's like you're looking, there's always something, no tape at all on his hands or wrists and fingers. Um, that's a shame. That actually is going to drop it a little bit for me because everything else is, I mean, I can't complain about any of it. It, it. He's got the big stocky chin. That's what he looked like. It's, you know, it's, it's just a very cool looking figure. Again, the fact that he does his move is something that's, you know, that when, for, when you were playing with the figures back then, that's what you wanted. So yeah, that's yeah. I, I love this figure. Yeah, boy, grades. Al, where where are you at? So this is one, and I know we we've called it out in the past that where the figure looks like he's looking up, and it's perfect for Rick Steiner doing his barking as he goes around the ring. The oh oh, it it adds to it. As I was sitting here listening to you guys and. Listen as I muted my microphone. Hopefully, you didn't catch one of my uh, lovely neighbors that can get off the lawn to uh, revving up their hot rods engine outside. So that's that's great. Uh, good for podcasting, right, fellas? But uh, I'm really high on this one as well. I I like so much. I'm kind of in an A A minus range. It's it's not quite over the top of a plus is really gonna wow me. Um, the tattoo would have got you closer. To that tape, that, like you said, Mike, that's a, that is unfortunately a big miss. That that might lean me more toward a minus. But all in all, a great and a fun looking figure. Uh, Steiner line would have also helped. <laughs> Just I think that I like I missed that that tape and that was a that was a great poll by you mike to because i i didn't even think about that and that that to me it's a miss it's not a giant miss but it is a miss uh, same thing with the tattoo uh is is a miss not a giant miss but it is a miss i think if you had the tape and the tattoo you're looking at closer to a, a straight a but i think those like minor detail misses uh, for me at least will drop it down to to an a minus so we'll give the uh the Rick Steiner and A minus, if if everyone's good with that, it sounds like we're all in agreement. Uh, yep, great fig, highly sought after. And now we will move to little brother Scott. I have this figure thanks to our main man Craig. Uh, oh, was that a Craig pickup for you? That's a Craig pickup right there. I always wanted the Steiners growing up, and never, never had them. So that's a. Yeah, Scott is in my hand right now, thanks to our our good brother Craig. Uh, yeah, it almost looks as good as uh, one of my heavenly bodies. 
Yeah, almost. 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 <laughs> it's close. Yeah, it's no Gigolo Jimmy, though. That's for sure. No, it sure as hell is not. <laughs> but Scott Steiners is- are going to be doing an appearance about 15 minutes from my house in a couple of weeks. Oh, very there's, cool. Yeah, there's a store around here, which they're, they're very big. They just had Cardona. They just had the Hardys. Dan Housen is going to be there soon. They have actually a Dan Housen exclusive Bendy. Um, it's a place called Pandora's Box in Lafayette, New Jersey. Uh, to throw them a little plug. Um, but yeah, they're going to be there in a, in a few weeks, the 24th, I think. And that's a place, man, that like if there's retro ones you guys are looking for, let me know. And I'll go into there. And because they, the guys are really one of the owners, he's come to my house when I was doing garage sales because he's looking for wrestling and comic stuff. And he's super into wrestling. So they have a very big wrestling collection. Awesome. There's, some, there's retros, like super retros, you know, Hasbro's and LJNs. You guys are looking for you. Let me know. I don't know they, if they have a ton of Remco's or Galoobs, but uh, they got a website. Uh, they have a Facebook page, Facebook okay. page, Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah, Pandora's box. Um, and they're always posting, you know, stuff that they big hauls that they have when they go to people's houses and get collections. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't know if you can buy stuff online because their store is booming. They're in their third location, and now, like I said, now they do wrestling uh, autograph signings and stuff like that because they've gotten so big. But uh, yeah, I man, they are stacked with wrestling collectibles. Very cool. Well, that is that is awesome. That's, uh, I love these resources. I, uh, finding some of these are challenging to say the least. And uh, we we participating in helping uh, Craig listening to our show started firing up and scratching that itch of his fig collection again, I know. And he is uh, pursuing a complete set of the standard. I don't know if he's going to go after the mail aways, but the standard Hasbro line, like he wants to complete the set, even get the big boy purchases of the green cards. But we'll get back to uh, Mr. Scott Steiner here. Uh, there's a 236% chance that this figure is going to, <laughs> be high in your book or you're going to get Frankensteinered off the top rope. Um, Scott is, he's got his signature mullet. Um, he, he's a beefy fella and got, got the abs to prove it. Like he's, he's a, a thicker Hasbro. He's wearing kind of a, like a peach color, like half peach, half blue. And the blue side of his singlet is, all striped up with different variety of colors, blue knee pads, white boots. He does the Steiner suplex. I'm really glad that they didn't try to call that the Frankensteiner since it's not the correct move. Um, And Scott could do a suplex, but this action, I know Kevin loves this to see when we action our figures here. You pull the fist up and it comes down in a motion like that, Kevin. You're going to wreck the action. Just... Just, I'm going to do this the rest of the time we review it, just so it bothers you, right? Is that- yeah, yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> the the face, I don't know if my picture is just a little bit blurry, but doesn't it kind of? Okay. It's not blurry. It's that. It, I can't it, do it, but he looks a little cross-eyed. Yeah. yeah, he does, and he also he looks like he'd be like Buzz Lightyear's uncle. Yeah. Right, like there's something, there's something there as, as, as far as that goes. Squared off chin, but I mean, I, I mean, back then that was that was Scott Steiner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right, you're right. Uh, I, I don't see anything. I don't, I don't see anything really that I really dislike. 
Uh, I'm I'm okay with the singlet. Uh, he's got that you know he's got that main event mullet going. Yeah, uh, boots are fine. Lower, yeah. I mean, body, body mold is fine. The, the The face is a little bit off, but not terribly off. Yeah. I, I don't see much to really. Uh, there's not much to really complain about as far as this fit goes. It, the galoob face is far superior in my book. Yes. Like that galoob is a tremendous. Yeah, that's on figure. point. That's, yeah. yep. uh, that's that. That's one of the things that like from from the neck up. Yeah, it loses some points, but from the neck down, I, I really like a lot of things about this one. And now even the singlet he's wearing in the figure, I mean, I don't know if the picture is flipped or they just flipped the design of the singlet for the figure, but it looks like it's the exact singlet he's wearing in the car or on the yes. car. Yes. So and that's, that's, that lets you know right there. I mean, that's, that's huge. That's, that, you know, that's some attention to detail. Like occasionally they would get one of those right. It may be mirrored. Okay, fine, but that's that's some attention to detail that they got that singlet right, yeah. Which which bums me out at times because you get lazy on other details that they just mail it in like Doink's red pants. Yeah, you, yeah. You nail Scott Steiner and you you pun on Doink's pants just because ah, yeah, almost like we don't have to worry about that because we've got the clown shirt and the hair, so we can. We can step aside with it. How can you make these things for as cheap as possible so we can make the most money possible? Yeah. Right. Uh, boy. Oh, great. Where do you, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's as good as Rick though. For, it, there, there's there's not, something there. I'm, I'm more of the, the BB plus range on this one. Lower than Rick is where it's definitely falling in my book. Um, I like the suplex. Uh, they've got a good body mold. Look, I'm I'm staring at the figure right now, and I see a lot of Scott Steiner. That face is a little off. Like he, it's a little too portly. My book for Scott Steiner's face. Uh, they made him a little thicker. If it had been closer to that Galoob, you you would be talking, you know, a higher grade. Well, Galoob face molds, from what I've seen, are pretty much head and shoulders above Hasbro's. I, I, I don't think I've seen too many bad, bad Galoob face molds. Uh, yeah, I, are almost like sculptures, like they're little statues yeah. because they're not articulated at any. But yeah, that's that's almost like exactly what they are. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I th- I th- I think I'd be comfortable at at, at a at a B because I do think it's above. I do think it's above average. I don't I don't think that it's. It's great by any means, but I do I do think it's an above average fix. I think I think I, I'd go with a B. John, I'm I'm a little higher than you guys. To me, this is an A figure. Um, it I mean Scott's done an ever wore tape. The only thing that takes it away from me is his hair is a little too long and poofed out. Which I mean, only in like a hair, like a, like literally like a hair, like a fraction of. I mean, but again, once he'd he'd be in the ring for a little bit, his hair would dry and would blow out a little bit. But again, the singlet is a Scott Steiner singlet. He doesn't wear tape on his wrist. It's exactly his face is, I mean, it's kind of chiseled, but it's, he still has that cartoonish look, which is what the Hasbro figures kind of has. The singlet matches exactly what the singlet would be. Um, I mean, Steiner suplex. Yeah. It's got known for suplex outside of the Frankensteiner suplexes is, you know, where the Steiner's thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, what, I don't know what more you'd want out of it. It's, it's an A for me. So where, where does that, uh, Mr. Numbers, where does that, uh, where does oh, that even us out at? So it, it would fall out around a B plus, like a, a, 
it ended up being like a, a high B plus of sorts. Okay. okay. But which is a solid, a solid oh, yeah. score. I mean, I'm very much. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy it. And like I said, I thank you to our good brother, Craig. I have this in the collection. I have to track down a Rick. Now that's one of the, the ones I, I need both for the tag team shelf. Uh, I did get some customs from uh, my man, Jason Wolf of the Steiners with their Michigan varsity yeah. jackets on. Uh, yep. I'll have to send you some pics there. They are phenomenal, <laughs> but we will go on to the, uh, the next figure. Um, it is Tatanka. This is a re-release. No changes were made f- from the series six figure. Um, I don't remember if Tatanka and this new generation line was catching the steam, but I mean, this is, this is the same figure. It was a replacement in this line for a mega maniacs Brutus beefcake. It was a replacement for mega maniacs Brutus beefcake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Oh, that's a disappointing uh, situation there for me. So looking at it here, it, what is the difference between the series six and the series nine? I mean, it, I'm going to open the book to series six to Tonka right quick, just to, there might be some subtle color changes, but everything else is, you know, pretty much spot on. The mold is exactly the same. Um, uh, repo man yeah. what what grade did we give that to tom we gave it a c plus i think we might have been generous yeah it looks now, like this picture in particular and the one that's loose compared to the one that's loose in the series six it looks like these colors are slightly more muted mm-hmm. um, just you know a tinge and i don't know if that's Taking the picture, um, if they had a confirmed Series 9, you know, or they had two different Tatankas, I would imagine somewhere on it's got the Hasbro made and then the copyright year. Uh, Yeah, on Scott Steiner here, his keister has that. So, um, but everything, it looks to be identical paint. You know, it's that Texas Tornado body style that they repainted to be Tatanka. And just threw Tatanka's head on it. Yeah. And even so, even with that, even with the face here, not now that I'm looking at more, if you look at it just like the just the face, not the hair, not anything, like just the face, it it kind of reminds me of uh God, what was his name? It was Ludwig in the commercial. No, yeah, Ludwig Borg. <laughs> it it uh no, everybody everybody called it the the crying Indian. Uh I ironized Cody. Yeah. Ironized Cody was his name. Yeah. That's what I see in like a young ironized Cody in in the in just like just in the face. So I don't know that uh, he was his face wasn't that chiseled. Like it really wasn't. I, I what's that? Maybe that's what they were going for. That could, could have been. <laughs> so I I think at C plus we're a little bit generous. I think this is extremely average. I think there's a lot of misses. I think not having that like that loincloth obviously is a huge huge miss because I don't ever remember him wrestling without it unless he was in the long trunks. I guess we were wearing like the white long trunks. So 
I would I would drop it down to a C is what I would is what I would do. Yeah. So and to be as they would say on letter Kenny, to be fair, <laughs> uh, the Tatanka when we were graded on series six was right after that awful Ric Flair. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might have been we digested something awful. And right. here we just left the Steiner brothers who were higher in, but I agree. I'm, I'm more in that C range with this because he's still got that Texas tornado. It's the Tomahawk tackle is what it's called, but where the, the body will spin around, I would get my Texas tornado and spin it out, but Kevin might have a mild stroke on, I might. on there. So I won't do I think that. I missed yet. that. What's wrong with the Texas tornado? Oh, nothing's wrong with the Texas tornado, no. but that that was not um, like this body is the repaint with a new head on it, and that's that's not necessarily Tatanka. Like I, I wish you'd have had more of the chopping motion, like we discussed last time. I think Mike, it was the episode with Mike Lanham that yep. if you'd have had more of that, it, it would have been really cool. But yeah, I mean, it, as far as thinking, like this whole line, it was like it was unique. I, I don't remember that. I mean, it's a real bummer because I don't remember. I mean, I only remember one Tatanka finger. I don't remember Tatanka being in series six and then series nine. So that that kills all bunches of, yeah, like the loincloth deal missing. I mean, it's a cool looking figure because it's unique. But again, it's not unique because it's the same exact figure being re-released, which kills it too. But I mean, again, I mean, the, the, the they've got the haircut. Of, well, even the haircut is wrong. Yeah, this 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 figure is, it's like it tries, but it fails miserably. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's got a buzz kind of size, but it really just had more of like a like a mullet. Yeah, this is I, I want to like this figure, but looking at it, the details, I just it's not not on point at all. And an Andre Funko back there, that's killer. Yeah, no, I was thinking because I do, I actually do have this figure. I just don't know if it's Series Six or Series Nine. I have no idea, but I, that was a Craig pickup for me as well. Um, what, what grade do you give it, Mike? I, I'm, I'm a C minus. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I, could, I would I would even go maybe like D D plus. Maybe let's go okay. D plus because it, it it misses so much. The face is bad. The haircut is bad. The the lung cloth is bad. He's missing that. I mean, I I like the mold because there wasn't a ton of guys with this mold, so it was a little more fun. But I mean, look wise. Yeah, tomahawk tackle is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This again. If I'd want a Tatanka figure, just because to have a Tatanka figure in my line and for nostalgia, and you know, as a kid growing up, you'd want it to talk because Tatanka was cool. You'd want a Tatanka figure, so you'd be like settling for this figure because that's all they have. Yeah. So we will uh, with that grade. We can give it the the good old C minus as a a nice average because the the more I look at it, this was a Crap, we've lost Brutus. I guess that was at the time he went to WCW. Yeah. And, and so just put Tatanka's one of our stars, crank him out. Just, yeah. just put it in a new, you know, I think the picture, the promo picture and everything is identical. Like the card backing is different, but the exact same figure. So we will move on C minus on him and we will get to the last figure we'll review tonight. Which is the million Real dollar man, Ted DiBiase, his third Real figure. Quick, though, yes, now, to circle back to that, um, to circle back to now in the book, does it show the picture of the beefcake figure that was going to be there? So, and that's one of the things that 
it would be in the back of the book. Okay. Because I believe, how many beefcake figures were there previously? There was two, right? There was the two. one that was jumper, yeah. and then there was the other. Now this new one, I believe, is the same exact figure as the his second figure, except it's got Hulkamania Hulkamaniac colors instead of the regular colors. Right. Yeah, that yeah. sounds fantastic. Uh, the yeah, Maniacs Brutus. Right there. It's probably horrible. I could send that to you guys, but oh, okay, yeah, I see that. Okay. There it is. Cool. All right, that's that's a cool one, actually. Um they again, I cannot recommend the Hasbook enough for collectors and the LJN, the mm-hmm. complete LJN guide. They are tremendous resources. I know. If you collect Masters of the Universe, Pixel Dan has a hardcover, like north almost 800 pages of every He-Man figure, and they're working on a Ninja Turtles one now. But they're wow. taking photos. I'm, I'm excited. Like I, I'm gonna. I can see it in your eyes that you're excited. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, but uh, he does tremendous work. Uh, Pixel Dan, the the folks at the Hasbook as well. Um, Shout out to them. Always, always, always. Great resource. But the Million Dollar Man, uh, his third and final fig of the line, this is the one that you get the ring gear of Ted DiBiase. Um, he is a repaint of the Series, Series 5 Hogan that was the Python Punch Hogan. Yep. So he's got the uh, Jake the Snake Roberts style punching action. He's in his black tights and black knee pads, black boots. He's got the uh, dollar sign insignia there on the boots. Um, The right arm is straight down that would come back in that spring-loaded punch, and the left arm is crooked with a fist where you could potentially do an uppercut. It's called the Million Dollar Mash. (laughs) Um, Not a fan of that. That that sounds sounds like like something... Sounds like something Jack Daniels would release. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that sounds like moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> like a really fancy moonshine. Yeah. yeah. Um, body type is fine. Like it's a Hogan figure. Uh, so it's a little bit beefier than your Ted DiBiase. I mean, Ted was not a small guy, but he wasn't the Hulkster either. So, yeah. He definitely didn't have those uh, pecs on him. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's some that's some meat, Kevin. That, oh yeah, that's he's got he's got healthy meat there. So I am looking at this. I'm not liking a lot of it. There is so this is DiBiase in his ring gear, which is something that we kind of like we wanted, right? Because the the figures prior to always had him in his in his suit, right? There's the green suit and the, the black suit prior to this. But it really seems like it, it's very phoned in. It, it seems like it's incredibly phoned in, and even like the face, the the head, it's it's a miss. It's super blonde hair, much like uh, Hacks was was maybe a little bit too blonde. This is definitely overly overly blonde, and I don't think that the face is a very good. It's not a very good face mold. This is this is one that I am not. I am not impressed with uh, even a little bit. Like you, they they put the you know they they put the the dollar sign flourishes on it, but that seems like it just it seems like an afterthought. Because yeah. if you don't put those on it and you see this fig, 
you, you, know, you, you there's no real telling that it's it is the million dollar man necessarily if you you'll know, pull it out of an antique store bin or anything like that that those the, that money sign is what you're going to point to and go okay it must be the million dollar man uh not not very impressed by this fig so yeah the, the hair is drives me nuts and, and that's something that stands out. Same thing with the hacksaw figure. It, that stands out. And like this figure, the hair is almost white. Now, yeah, something yeah. that that I've been thinking about, again, thinking about a lot because I, I, I know and I listen to when you guys talk about the Road Warriors figures. Yeah, you wish that, I mean, they didn't do a lot of guys where they removed their ring gear. Like the first two DiBiase figures, he's wearing his suit. Never wrestled with his suit on. But if you're getting a million dollar man figure, do you want the suit? But he didn't wrestle in a suit. So if you're like, if you're a hardcore fan and you play with the figure, you don't want to play with the figure while he's in a suit. You want him to be in his wrestling gear. Sure. Like same thing with the Road Warriors figure. You know, would you rather have them not have the pads at all? But you don't want to wrestle with them wearing the pads. I mean, the guys are gonna get killed, you know, if you do that. So like as a hardcore wrestling fan and you see a figure like this, it's cool that he is in his wrestling gear. So it almost it, it almost gains points for that reason. But Again, the mold is generic. Like I have that Hogan figure, that Python punch figure. It's the same exact body except different colors. The head, yeah, the, the head, it's a different mold head finally than the last one, but the hair is bright white. It's like just to get another figure out there the best we can that's different than the other one. So you'll buy this one because everybody had the first one. So you're going to buy this one now too because it's just a little different. But there's really nothing special about it. It's nice that he's in his wrestling gear. Which was kind of the you know the the natural progression, so. but yeah, this isn't a figure I'd run out and have to buy. No, not at all, not not at all. I, I think this is going to be a, a painful grading process. Al, why don't you kick us off with that? I mean, all valid points uh, that I've taken in. I'm not as low beyond casual wrestling fans. I'm trying not to grade it against that uh, DiBiase that's coming out in the group with like Hanson and all those because that DiBiase is insane how good it is. Yeah, it really uh, is. So I'm trying to, you know, be somewhat lenient here, but the highest I would even remotely consider is a C minus, and that may be too high. Yeah, because it's. Series nine, I'm getting a lot of, I mean, the Tatanka that was, you really phoned it in. Uh, this, mm -hmm. this one is very generic. Like the dollar sign without that, it would, it would not be good. Uh, there's a lot phoned in, a lot incorrect on this. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just going to give it a D and be done with it because I, I'm, I'm just really not, not impressed in the slightest with it there's there's really nothing that you put you put a money sign on his boots and 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 moved on with your life and it's just it's just a, it's a disappointing fig yeah see i feel like if this was the first dibiase figure they came out with i mean i can dig it it's his wrestling attire that's what you want but again back then if you're a kid and you're buying a figure and you, again marketing wise the million dollar man's suit that's his gimmick that's his character you look at this guy again other than the money sign you don't know he's you wouldn't know who the million dollar man was. So if you're trying to suck in a mass audience and see this guy with the money sent on his, on his tuxedo, that's what you would buy. So, I mean, I, you, I could see why you would have to have that kind of figure first from, again, from a kid that's going to play with these toys and who's a big wrestling fan. I would like to see him in his, in his wrestling attire. I'm so for that reason, 
I'm going to go C minus. It's a, it's unnecessary. I don't like the hair. Other than that, though, I mean, it's not a really ton to complain about. Um, again, it's, it's, it is a little too buff, I guess, but I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of all the figures had that kind of, again, cartoonish look to them where they were a little more muscular and bigger torsos, tinier legs. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to beat it up too bad, even though, again, I don't think it's necessary. The face mold is not bad. Um, it's a smaller head. I know oh, like no. the original one had like a big head and a big torso and tinier legs. This, this one is a little more proportional, which is better. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, C minus for me. So it, it looks like it's going to come out to about a D plus. Like on average, I just average those up. Um, you know, that's it is unfortunate that <laughs> we've seen so many, so many fun figs and so many that are just ah, you could have done this better, yeah, uh, at a D plus. So, the average of this series nine, I just did the math on the phone here, we're looking at an 80 average, which is in that B minus. C plus range, so to speak, of the way we average these out. Uh, so actually, one of the one of the lower graded series, then, isn't it? Yes, it's it's lower graded. I know. Last time uh, you all were with us, <laughs> series eight is clearly better than series nine. We we yes. can say that, especially with series eight being graded at a ninety two point eight, yeah. and this one coming in at a flat eighty. So. I mean, you got, yeah, you've got three good figures and then three bad figures. Yeah. 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 So when it comes to the mission where Series 8 of the Hasbro is still our top. Yeah. 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 By far, that's that's definitely the the top of the mark. Man, love, love rolling through the mission. It's, it's so much fun. We're, we're, we're cracking through Hasbro's. Uh, again, we, when you had mentioned the uh, the new the new DiBiase that's coming out, I'm just gonna I'm gonna reference it again because I really hope that this this company does well. It is uh, Power Town Wrestling. It's Power Town. Uh, so keep an eye. You can check. I know I, I tweeted them out. Um, it's an awesome line. Really yeah, cool stuff. Yeah, Vern Gagne figure looks awesome. Vern Gagne looks great. Just want to make sure that uh, anybody listening, man, just check them out. It's the Power Town is, is is the name of the company that's putting them out. It's awesome. Uh, so those when they when they do when they do go live, I will be on the hunt for those. Al, you've been out there, you've been hunting, you've been pulling trophies like a like a real son of a bitch. Uh, why don't you Why don't you share? Why don't you 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 you, you smug bastard? Um, it was it was a lighter week this week than last week. It was still a it was still solid. You know what I'm saying, Kevin? Uh, yeah, yeah. I did pull a few uh, comics that were on the kind of hit list. Uh, I got a reader version. Uh, I've got a graded copy of Secret Wars number eight. Well, I've managed to snag a pretty solid reader version of Secret Wars eight, which is the, some consider the first appearance of the symbiote Spider-Man. But it's not. Suit. Uh, so I scored it for a, a steal. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, you know your stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a huge, uh, I did, I scored, I happened to find, it was a second edition. It wasn't like the one that Manny sent me, but another 497, like a second printing of it. 
uh, for a reasonable price. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and grab it too and add it to the collection. Uh, Manny's is the first printing, which shout out to ISO or toys at toys ISO on Twitter. A good friend of the show. He is uh, doing God's work out there with the CHC. And then I scored uh, an amazing Spider-Man 135, which is the second appearance of the Punisher uh, in the comic book. I, the first appearance is a, a grail piece that I would love to get one day, but uh, they, uh, they're they going to have to come off the price tag or uh, Big Daddy's going to have to have some more quiche to, <laughs> to acquire one of those. That is for sure. But uh, the Fig Cave uh, giveaway from the Run-In podcast, I scored that Sergeant Slaughter. Tommy uh, sent that my way this past week. Uh, so I've got two of those. Uh, now I haven't opened one yet, Kevin. The also from Tommy because he is moving some of his older figs, and he did not gouge in lieu of recent circumstances. So I scored the black and white Scott Hall NWO Elite, very loose, cool. uh, solid fig. And then yesterday I sent it to Kevin, and there was a minor eclipse because I scored one of two. The second one hasn't arrived yet, and it's got the misprinted shirt, so I'm kind of excited to have both this uh, one of 3,000 shop AEW.com exclusive. I sent so Kevin to a lot of places to get viruses yesterday. <laughs> trying to get him to yeah, and I don't, know, I don't know what the hell you were trying to do with that, man. You sent, you sent me that link. It's, it's a real estate link, and then you sent me another link, and it's, it's a GoDaddy link. And then you send me finally you send me the AEW link, and then you tell me that they're all sold out. So I'm like, what, what the hell kind of a tease is this? <laughs> what are you doing to me, man? Well, and I, I scored these because I, I found them for what I considered a reasonable price. Each one, um, this one has the shirt right side up. I know there's a lovely glare, but that Jericho shirt. The other one's a misprint where the the picture is upside down, which I think is a a cooler, rarer, like misprint. Like, uh oh. So, yeah. You think I should open that on one of the episodes, Kevin, or just that'll be the last episode we ever do? <laughs> but I'll have open two. A, I get, open a chase and it's over, buddy boy. That's <laughs> I'll uh, play like no. It's a, it's a friendship over situation. It's, it's, it's pretty simple. We, You'll hear Kevin say, woman, book the flight, yeah. like Ric Flair. <laughs> the woman voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah is that, is that to, to get me goaded down here. That's what would happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to my damn self is what will happen. <laughs> so I, I kind of light for me. Obviously, I'm still, you know, I'm always out there. I was hunting. Uh, big, big thank you to Tom. Is it Mont- Montanaro, I believe. Lisa. One of the one of the one of the CHC guys. He found me a uh, series eight Jericho. Nice. So uh, series seven has barely hit my area. So I'm, I'm holding my breath to see series eight and then uh, series uh, three of the un still nothing in my area. But I did get uh, that series eight Jericho. So big big thank you. Obviously, always CHC guys. Great help to me, especially. Uh, Kept on going after those ECW, the San Francisco Toy Makers ECW figs. 
Uh, so I got two more of those. I, again, you know, if I'm on eBay, I always want to feel like I'm getting a deal and I'm very strict about price points when it comes to those fix because I'm, I'm grabbing them loose. So I did get a, uh, an actual rotten that actually is, it's beautiful. Like it, it looks like it just came out of the package. Like there is not a blemish. There's, it, it looks fantastic. So it was almost like somebody took it out of the package. And then just like set it down in a foam case and let it sit until I, I snagged it. It, it, it. it looks fantastic. And then I got uh, the ECW or the, the Just Incredible with the red ECW nice. shirt. Uh, the only thing about that is that the action's toast. And it wasn't in the, in the listing. It didn't mention that the action was toast. So that, that part of it kind of bothered me. Now, I'm not... It's for me, it's a display piece either way. So I'm not super bummed about it, but that's one of those things where it's like, you got to let people know that if the action's gone, like that's, that's just, that's what you have to do. If you're posting it, both of them showed up they were in, they were in great, uh, they're in great condition. So it was, uh, that, that part was nice. I'm still, still hitting the stores, man. Still, still think it's one day I'm going to find a chase like that, uh, that, that bastard down in, uh, in Alabama, not you, Al, not you. Uh, the other guy that pointed out that he found like five chase Darby Allen's on yeah. the pegs all next to each other. Yeah. That drives me nuts. Cause you got a guy like me going out pretty much every day trying to find, and, and this, this schmuck rock walks into a store and finds five on the pegs in front of him. I said, like, he can get goaded. <laughs> uh, so that was, uh, that, that, I think, but I think that is, I think that's about it for me i think it pretty pretty light pretty light tug this time i, I did score one thing and it it involves you kevin a guy at work oh, yeah? is um is helping a lady that her husband passed away a couple years ago and he was a big time card collector yeah and so behind me on the bed is a book that is the 1992-93 flare ultra complete set of basketball, like the NBA cards. That's when Shaq okay. was a rookie, Alonzo yeah. like that. The complete set, like he built an entire set in that book. Nice. But, uh, I also scored a case of 1991, a case, 30, 36 packs, 20 boxes, like 36 packs per box, 20 boxes, 91 Fleer Ultra football. So, <laughs> Very cool. Uh, there, there's going to be some going to Minnesota of those much appreciated much and, appreciated uh, i got my boy some uh 1991 series one and series two pro sets that's going to be heading that way <laughs> <laughs> man that's great yeah. oh man you're 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 an angel uh was, so it was there, a steal on those <laughs> like it was ridiculous like the the amount that i was like are you serious like i get it for this and he's yeah <laughs> So just amazing. <laughs> Looks like Kevin is, is frozen in shock. He is frozen in shock. It's yep. hard to find him speechless. Sorry. There he is. <laughs> I was going to say, I, you, you, you rendered me, I had to, I had to go into to statue mode there. Uh, no, that's fantastic. I was going to say, Mike, there is a, there is a little bit of a backstory about behind that. I had, those were my favorite cards was the, was the 91 process. I, I loved those cards and I did actually at one point have all of them. Uh, and I mean, almost duplicates of all, cause that's how much I loved them. I could go up to the, to the gas station, my local back when gas station sold uh, sports cards and you could buy a pack for a quarter. 
So I, I got the, the chills right now. You're telling me this story. No bullshit. The fact that you yeah. used to have them and now you're going to have them again. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Well, they got, what happened is, is uh, when, you know, I was, I was living at home, the, I lived in the basement and the basement flooded. And oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, so tragic story. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, uh, that, uh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got rid of everybody's son there, but uh, they don't, they'll call Al the stem maker for no reason. That's, <laughs> That's when I was at the guy's house, I was texting you like, Hey, what's, what years did you have those pro sets? Because he had stacks of boxes of cards. That's, so. That's incredible. Mike, you, I know, I know I've seen you unbox a, a statue before. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, what, what have you, have you uh, acquired anything recently? I mean, uh, I was, I've been trying to think recently. Cause you know what? I, I try to be bigger on more on saving money than spending money because I'm trying to get print copies of championship wrestling league. Number one. Out I there. can't, I can't wait for that brother. I can't so wait for that. I, I don't go nuts. Like that was a steal on black Friday just last year. So I had to get it. That Stanley statue. Um, and it was like the special edition one, not the one where he's just standing on boxes. The one that comes with the captain America shield and the you know and Mjolnir and the Iron Man's helmet. So I had to, to jump on that one plus plus just to, you know, brighten things up around here for the, the on camera. Like I bought those two Hal Haney pieces back there. Um I've got fifty shades of whoop bass and fifty shades of pythons, the the different Hulks and uh and Austins. So um and I've got this one right here. This is um I think the Patrick Brown artwork that he did, which is based off of No Way Home. So I've kind of been acquiring that a little bit just to kind of spice up, like I said, my on, my on-camera deal here. Um, again, I mean, as far as that, you know, what caught my eye, and again, because you mentioned ECW, made me think about it too, um, is they, they're coming out with that Paul Heyman Funko Pop, ECW Heyman Funko Pop. If they start putting out a line of ECW Funko Pops, I will probably jump all over that. I went to a ton of original ECW shows. Me and my friends, ECW was life. We were diehard ECW fans. The first ECW show I ever went to was in June of 95 at the fairgrounds in New York. And the Steiner brothers were on that show. Very cool. um, and I knew them from WCW. So I was like, holy shit, what are the Steiner brothers doing here? Cactus Jack was on the show. People Scorpio. A fun thing too was like, I don't remember the exact amount of years to the day, but I wrestled in that same spot myself in a match, which was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, awesome. if, if they put, if they put out ECW Funko pops, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all over it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I kind of want them to do the, you know, they got the legend series, obviously that um, uh, Mattel puts out. I, I really would like to see them incorporate some of the ECW, uh, you know, one or two ECW lines into the legend series of, of uh, Mattel releases. I think that'd be yeah. fantastic. Because yeah, that, talking about like I said, like like finding it because otherwise, otherwise you just want to collect them all. Finding a niche thing to collect, like ECW, because they could only make so many of them. That would be like that would be something that would get my attention to start collecting. Yeah, yeah. And they released the ECW Bam Bam Legends, but it was just yeah. the one. It but was just the one. They gave them the wrong TV. Wrong belt. Yeah, yeah. Drives me nuts when things like that. I'm a TW guy too, believe it or not. That was uh I, I was having to know a guy to know a guy that knew a guy that saw a tape fall off the truck. So I yeah. get my hands on the tape to you know to watch it because it certainly didn't make its way to Minnesota back then. That's that's for sure. But man, that's that's fantastic. So Mike, where can first first thing I want to get to CWL comic book 
Number one, I've read it. I love it. I want, obviously, you're, you're saving up to release hard copies. I, I, I need a hard copy when it comes out. It, it, mm -hmm. Obviously, I absolutely love what you're doing with the CWL. But people can get uh, digital copies of it now. And, and where where can they do it? Maybe give give uh, give listeners maybe a little brief brief breakdown of uh, of the book. So you can find it on Amazon right now. You can just search Amazon for Championship Wrestling League. Uh, and you can get a digital copy of it. There's also the CW at CWL comic um, on Instagram, um, which is the Instagram page I have for the comic um, championship wrestling league. What I'm trying to do, like I have the first five issues all mapped out even beyond, like I'm thinking long-term storytelling, the championship wrestling league is a wrestling promotion in a comic book. It's everything you, you see on TV. It's not a coming of age tale. It's not, you know, somebody breaking into the wrestling business. There's so many wrestling stories right now. Like somebody, I think, just put out an image comic, or maybe the AWA Studios just put out a comic. Or um, Daniel Warren, who, who's he did a comic book called Murder Falcon, big wrestling fan, um, and he's creating a book called um, Give Him a Power Bomb. Is the name of the book, but it's a book about a girl or someone who's trying to break into the wrestling business. All other wrestling comics that I've come across are those kinds of stories. They're reality-based wrestling stories. What Championship Wrestling League is, is wrestling like you watch on TV, but in your comic book. The first five issues, so the first arc revolves around the main title picture, building up to issue five, which is going to be that big title match. And then there'll be other characters introduced, other mid-card matches and building new stars throughout. So as the issues go on and on, they'll be like, oh, there's that guy that showed up in that issue. Now he just showed up to, you know, he's going for the title. He's challenging for this and that. Um, so issue one is out now. Um, all the first arc is plotted out and outlined. Um, and yeah, and the, you know, the more I can come up with some funds to get it made, because I can't draw for shit. So I write and do everything else, and I have to pay somebody to draw it and color it. So the more funds that come in, uh, the more it can get made. I, I can tell you from, you know, as a, as, as a, as a fan of the CWL, as uh, as a guy that's that's read you know issue number one, as somebody that backed you uh, on on uh, on your Kickstarter, there, it is a lot of fun to read, and it is it is just it's a little bit different uh, than what you're used to in wrestling comics in the way that the way that it's laid out, and the way that it, it, it kind of grabs you within the match. It, it's it's a very fun read. It is it's an easy it's an easy read, and it's an intriguing read, especially for a for a wrestling fan, but I don't think that you have to be an old guy wrestling fan like me or, or like, like Al or like Mike to, to enjoy this book. And that's the thing that I think that I, that stood out to me when I read it is that you can be a young kid that just enjoys comics. And this might bring you into wrestling, or you might be just a young kid that enjoys wrestling and this could bring you into comics. I mean, all the way up to, you know, guys our age that enjoy wrestling and comics and what, what Mike's done is, is married the two concepts in, in a, in a very, very unique, very enjoyable, uh, format. And, and I really, I, I love what you're doing with the, with the CWL and, and I look forward to, uh, look forward to what's, what's on the horizon with it. And I, again, I got, got, got the digital copy, need the hard copy, need it, need it. Thank you. I know a lot of people, that's what I think a lot of people are waiting for that hard copy because they want something to actually have for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big nut. Cause like I, I mentioned this, you know, before it, I had to pay somebody to draw it. I had to pay somebody to do the colors for it. And now I got to pay to get them to get copies printed. Um, but I mean, I wrote it, I lettered it, I, I formatted it. I 
you know, everything else I, I had to do. So yeah, it's just a matter of when the funds come in and I can, I can get those print copies made and I can really kick it in a high gear and start putting out more. Um, cause yeah, cause uh, you know, as I was writing it, it, I mean, comics and wrestling are like, they're the same thing. There's the start. And I think I mentioned this probably when I was on the, the show initially, um, where like Triple H says it in, in, in one of the ESPN, he starts it out with, we take superheroes and supervillains and we put them in a ring and they clash. Like comic books and wrestling are, are they're the same thing. And I noticed as telling the story, like I said, it's not just a wrestling story. It can be any kind of story. I'm introducing new characters. I have to get you invested in caring about these characters uh, you know, to the point where you want to read and you want to see what happens next. It's a wrestling story that's no different than any other comic book story or story of good versus evil or anything like that. It's you know, they're, they're comics and wrestling are, are one and the same in so many aspects. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And they can, they can follow on, uh, on Instagram, go get, go get a copy on, on Amazon. Now uh, you won't, you won't regret it. Trust, trust me as a, as an, as a comic book fan and a wrestling fan, it is, it is well worth the time to, to, to read man and, and, and follow on the adventure, man, especially getting in on the ground floor. That's the best time to get in on the adventure. Like, like the CWL. So, uh, definitely go check it out. Very, very fun stuff that you're doing, man. Excited to see what, what, what's upcoming. Uh, Al, what? And then you, people can follow you on uh, what are you on Twitter? You, you, I'm, on, I'm on everything, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah. on high. I'm on high ho. I'm on TikTok. And I'm on you I name know, it. I don't even know what the yeah. hell high ho is. High ho is actually high ho is like it's like a message board, but it's videos. MJF actually just got on it. Um, he just replied to one of my because I I, I it's not overly popular. Um, but I, I posted a video a long time ago. Like, what's your favorite wrestling? Like, I'm one. Of, I'm the I'm the person that started the wrestling channel on that social media platform that's how that's how new it is um and then like all of a sudden like i got a reply and then another reply and i looked i was like well shit that's mjf he just replied to my thing he was, who's your favorite wrestler and mjf replies and he goes that would be me myself and i I'm like oh shit cool now i'm like back you know now i'm back on the app and a lot more people are back on the app too now because i just that's all it takes is a few like known names to start using it a little bit more because it's, it's a pretty cool app um, it's a nice way to build a community and see faces for people that, you know, comment on your stuff. Um, but you can follow me mainly. You can follow me on Instagram at Mike Spear Jr. And I have one of those link tree things in my Instagram that has links to everything I'm doing. The Mind Your F and Business podcast, uh, my Pop Quiz Apparel page, the CWL comic link. It, it has everything in there. I'm, I've got my feet in everything. Perfect, man. That's, that's, that's great. Al, what do you, uh, what do you, what do you got? So we'll uh, we'll pimp out our stuff as always. The uh, the big three on Twitter at Jaded Wrestling at Tots Pod at Year of Pod. Uh, that's the uh, Jaded family of podcasts. You can communicate with us uh, if you want to get real crazy at Taylor Hassler One. I'm going to shout out Taylor. Just uh, t- Taylor can inadvertently uh, create a feud with Jimmy Wang Yang. Yep. <laughs> that's still standing to this day, apparently. So, uh, but those we've got our pro wrestling tees store, pro wrestling tees.com slash jaded wrestling. You can get our first four designs. That's got the two jaded wrestling designs, the tots pod original design in the year of, uh, Duke and rogue, uh, pod original design t-shirts. Or if you go over to watermaneuver.net, uh, there is the rogue day tots store where you can get the, uh, infamous down under pounder. Uh, you got a lot of options with that. The Jaded, the Jaded Wrestling uh, War Games shirt is pretty sick. Yeah, 
yeah. Thank you. Thank it, it turned out real nice. We we've got some we've got a warped artist that <laughs> he, he tinkers around and plays with that stuff. And oh yes, this. Yeah. Sometimes so. I like to refer to to Al and I as Freak All. I don't know if I remember the kids the kids book Freak Almighty. Because when when we get together on an art concept, it's like I'm I'm standing on his shoulders and things are going wrong. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we we have that, and then uh, we we thank a lot of our uh, our good friends there on Twitter. Uh, Ted the Hillbilly Heel, uh, the Heel Truth. I listened to the bonus episode today on tag team wrestling. Uh, Phenomenal. He broke down the FTR and Briscoe's match and just talked about how big of a fan of tag team wrestling he is. Um, at Billy Gunn Sitcom, another one of friend of the show, uh, doing just amazing work. Uh, amazing work. Uh, it, highly entertaining. His gift game is off the charts. Uh, I'll let you, I'll thank at downtown Petey Brown, uh, even though you're. <laughs> You're not a fan of his. He's a good friend of the show. Uh, can get off my lawn. Jaded wrestling boys. Not so much of that guy, but. <laughs> well, hey, now, hey, now. <laughs> what, the pro- what the problem is, you know, you, you cut your losses one time and all of a sudden the world thinks you're a bad guy. I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> so you can, uh, yeah, I always, you know, obviously want to thank all the guys on the CHC. Mike, big thanks. Thanks to you, man, for being here. Big thanks yes. for putting putting the CWL out there in, in the universe. Oh, thank thank you guys for having me on, man. I mean, I, I love listening to you guys talk. Um, Al, your, your Southern draw is just a delight to listen to. That's no bullshit. Um, I just, yeah, I really, you know, love, love listening to you guys. And now thank you so much for, for having me on. Um, yeah, no, no. We've been talking about it forever. We've been looking forward to it forever. Glad we could finally get together. Now tell Al how much you enjoy my voice. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll have to save the Bob Backlund bashing for another time. Oh, we'll um, get you. We'll I think it needs to be, you know, a, a big book podcast just dedicated directly to that. But I, I think I think that's the debut uh, episode of our Get Off My Lawn collaboration. But uh, <laughs> I do I do want to say uh, big big thank you to uh, uh, the AWF uh, doing a lot of cool things with them. Uh, you can follow them uh, at Real AWF on on Twitter just to kind of stay up to to date with what's going on over there. Have a lot of fun doing what we're doing over there. Uh, you can follow uh, my main man, a new best friend, Stonehenge at Stonehenge Pro Wrestler. Doing a lot of cool things with the program over there. Uh, if you want to keep up with what I'm doing uh, within the AWF, you can follow me at JJ Rogue Means. Just been just been a blast. Uh, I always want to thank everybody taking the time to 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 sit around and, and listen to us talk talk about figs and, and kick some people off off of our lawns. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Uh, be good to one another. Support one another. Another. Uh, take care of one another. Uh, thank you very much, everyone.